Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So coming up now, listener, is our second guest on the Dream Factory. It's the boys from Hardcore Listing, John. Yeah. Chris and Stu. Christopher and Stuart. Recorded at the Within in Essex. Hallowed podcasting ground. It was John and I's first big adventure together, really, and listen till the end for some more about that. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage where you'll be invited to see it pulped at a recycling centre of your choice. I'm Joel, the man who puts the lust in Illustrate, and across from me is John Harris, a man truly only ever at ease in damp subterranean dwellings. And on top of all that, we are joined by Chris and Stu from the Hardcore Listening Podcast. Hello, chaps. Good evening. Hello. How's it going? It's all good. It's all good. Right, should we crack on? Yeah, let's do it. Movie idea, John. I've got this one from Stevie, Armageddon Cheadle. So, is that Armageddon? What's what's Armageddon? Who remembers the plot? So that is basically, um, what was it, Bruce Willis? Who else was in it? Steve Buscemi in Armageddon yeah. as well. And they basically there's a there's a, a an asteroid about to hit Earth, and then they have to go and uh, save the planet by flying up there, and dr- drilling, drilling it, drilling into it. At one point, Steve Buscemi gets like space. AIDS and he starts yeah. firing a machine gun everywhere. And um, why do they yeah, take? Why do they take a machine gun? Yeah, why do no they take idea. a machine gun? Yeah, yeah, but it was a good gun though. It's a game <laughs> gun. So yeah, was that the? And I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the joke people always make about Armageddon is that in that film they train drillers to be astronauts, and wouldn't it have just been easier to train astronauts to how to use a drill? Well, in the, uh, they basically recruit some men from a mine and train them to be astronauts you're way ahead of me Joe I didn't even think of that once I think that's probably one of my favourite movies are B movies I just like, <laughs> I, I question nothing <laughs> okay there's a shit Jaws in space ben, I like that Ben Affleck's in it right yep and he did the commentary for the DVD and he talks about going up to Michael Bay and being like why don't we just train astronauts how to drill and Michael Bay just said shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> amazing <laughs> I think you need to be sort of like quite Single-minded as a director, and uh, Michael Bay probably actually yeah. single-minded, single-ideaed as well. Yeah. So. Every movie up until Transformers Twelve, whereas Ben Affleck turned around and thought, "I don't care," because ten years time from here, 
I will be on a surfboard showing the world my wang. Because <laughs> have you seen that picture? No. It's ridiculous. Ben Affleck with his he's, old chap he's out. Doing, um, he's on a what are they, it's like where you stand up on them boards. And yeah. You, what's it called? Is that like paddleboard? Paddleboard. That's it. Mm. Yeah. He's on that, and his girlfriend is. No, do you know what, Stu? I'm sorry. I'm the wrong person. Because uh, I'm a connoisseur of A-list wangs, and that is actually Orlando Bloom. <laughs> it's Orlando Bloom. Oh, yeah. fuck sticks. It really and, is, isn't it? And it's so big, he's not even got an oar. <laughs> oh, well, I need to yeah. see that It was. It was Orlando Bloom. Yeah, right? sorry. Oh. Right, so uh, Armageddon Cheeto. Yeah. Is he the asteroid? <laughs> yeah, I think he play, yeah, I think Don Cheadle is voicing the asteroid. Yeah, that's, that's it. He's got a bit in it. <laughs> like that, his face on the front of it. But he's, all, but he's doing it in the British accent from Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> so it's... Dressed as his character from... Um, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. <laughs> <laughs> he's an Egyptian face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Armageddon Cheadle is... Armag- it's, it's a shot-for-shot remake of the original Armageddon. Yeah. But yeah. just instead of an asteroid, it's Don Cheadle That's dressed amazing. in Boogie Nights outfit, yeah, doing an English accent yeah. from... Yeah, we happy? Yeah. I'm over the moon, mate. Approved. Stevie, <laughs> there you go. There's your film. Have you got one, Joel? Yes. So this one's from Claire. Unbelievably, John, this isn't just a pun on an existing film title, which is kind of our stock in trade. Yeah. It's more of a conceptual idea. It's a midwife crisis. Okay. Oh. So I'm picturing a maternity ward. Yeah. Maybe in Graves, maybe anywhere else. None of the midwives show up. One. <laughs> Chris is really. It's invested. not really happened, mate. It's not really happened. It's not a news story. I, I think it's a knockabout comedy. I'm imagining mm-hmm. um, one unlucky hospital porter steps up. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I was thinking janitor. Yeah. Maybe. Um, a, yes, a janitor. Who, who would? Who would it be? <laughs> Midwife <laughs> crisis. I'd like to have Sid James do it, but unfortunately, he's, he's not available. I'm going to go for um, hilarious actress Miranda Hart. From Call the Midwife. She's got, yep, she's got experience. Yeah. So Miranda Hart plays the janitor. Yeah. She's going to nail that role. Our yeah. producer's yeah. going to take her on straight away. With her clumsy based humour. <laughs> yeah. So the midwife isn't there. So there's no midwife, janitor mate. played by Miranda Hart. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, and she's great. Well, you know, there'll no, be she's some... got to juggle a few deliveries at first. Yeah, right? Exactly well, right. Yeah. Maybe she's at first all the other. The, the theatre manager saying you can't let on that you're only a janitor. So, <laughs> over so the put that mop back. Yeah. <laughs> over the course of the film, yeah. the uh, the pregnant women kind of get the idea that, you know, she's not a professional. And and she's, you know. she's obviously life crisis. She's doing it on a Harley Davidson as well. See, when I heard midwife crisis, I thought of like a bee zombie movie where only <laughs> nurses and midwives and doctors were affected by okay. the infection. But yeah, I prefer our one. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, you guys have got it. You guys have got it. I'll give us another one. What about uh, this one? Comes from Judith. Very lovely name, Judith. Uh, Men in Black Beauty. Oh, that sounds... T- oh. I mean, I don't even begin to speculate what that can be. <laughs> <laughs> so are we doing blue movies? Because <laughs> that's done. I'm you pretty sure I saw Men in Black Beauty on the playground at my <laughs> school. <laughs> Theatre of the mind. Everyone knows what's happening there. <laughs> I think that the, cr- the opening credits would be um, Will Smith in like a kind of a beginning of Bond credits kind of um, dancing woman. <laughs> nice. But just doing... Um, that kind of noise her, uh, himself, uh, but actually doing that noise um, to the sound of to the Black Beauty theme tune. Nice, well, yeah. that'd be quite powerful. <laughs> yeah, 
You've missed your calling, mate. You should be doing credits. Yeah, you pitched that perfectly as well. Bang on, everyone. If you just played those two seconds, everyone know we were talking about Black Beauty. Yeah. Right, so Will Smith's there, (laughs) and he's singing the theme from Black Beauty. It's because Men in Black had um, there's some conflicts here because Men in Black had a lot of special effects. Black Beauty kind of had a lot of special effects, (laughs) but not as many. So what what would we have here? Would there be would there be extra special effects going on in there? It was, a, it was a joke, Stuart. There was no real, there was no horse. It's all green script. It's Andy Serkis. It's Andy Serkis' first was, role. That was just rehashed footage of Lassie. <laughs> just, yeah, and would Tommy Lee Jones feature in it? What would he? He'd have to, wouldn't he? I think he's, I think he's running the stable. Erasing That's the it. memories of the horses. Erasing um, post, yeah. post shoots. <laughs> You you like Men in Black as well, don't no, you? No, I don't. I hate the fact that you assume that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, You're always saying that. That's what I, I sort of didn't mind because yeah. there was quite a good PC game. Was there? I think you'll all remember. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and yeah, it was pretty good. But Men in Black, I won't even say the second one. I won't say its title. It's one of about four <laughs> movies that I won't say in full because I hated it that bad. That I won't say it by its name. A little bit like Voldemort. Oops. Oh. But you loved Men in Black 3. <laughs> yeah, that That's my favourite film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got the duvet set and everything. I don't even remember the, uh, the film that will not be named. But I quite like the original Men in Black. Well, I like, the, I like the opening getting Will Smith into the gang kind of bit. Because yeah. I just like Will, early Will Smith. Like That's really always good fun. Like yeah, the re- I'm a big fan of the, the recruiting bit of those films. Yeah. I've always gone about this. Like yeah. Ocean's Eleven, the best bits, getting the gang together. Yeah. The Marvel films, best bits getting the gang together then it normally just descends into like and, uh, a, a shoot map also had the, the same with police academy one two three four five <laughs> and six it's, re- it's recruiting them it's sort of the recruiting yeah, yeah. it's, it's always the best police bit academy seven or yeah, yeah I think it was on a hot air balloon that one <laughs> well the entire academy yeah no it was there, there was this, the, the air was full of hot air balloons with all the cadets and uh, yeah <laughs> 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 No, I think getting the gang together is the best bit. Um, and the second one, it did that typical Hollywood thing where it was just... I think a lot of the time in Hollywood, they think a sequel just means to mean... Because it says two, it means you have to double absolutely everything yeah, in the movie. Yeah. Two Will Smiths. Yeah, there were two Will Smiths. Was Michael Jackson in the sequel? No, he was... He had a cameo. Was oh, he has a cameo in one of them, didn't he? Yeah. It's where, just, where he's, where he's, he's on a screen. Yeah, and he's saying he's an alien. Oh, yeah. It's quite good from him, really. Really? Yeah. 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 Laughing at himself. Yeah. yeah. Poking fun at himself. Right, and this one, I don't want Michael Jackson. <laughs> I want Bianca Jackson. <laughs> so are we not going to go with the idea that the horse in Black Beauty is an alien? Is that, is that not I, I more imagine just Will Smith riding around. I can, <laughs> I can take it. I can yeah. go there. Yeah. Is it yeah. shirt off, no saddle? <laughs> Some that's, issue. Yeah, I mean, that's whatever you want to picture. Um, um, yeah. I reckon it's shirt off, you, no saddle. You're trying yeah. to force it down that direction again. Yeah. Just, there's been a lot of male nudity coming from you so far tonight. <laughs> I'm not talking about what you're wearing. <laughs> we, you've got a broken alien element in there. I think. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, make that horse a, a sexy alien horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've added sexy there. <laughs> you've got into my head, Stu. A topless, sexy alien horse riding through the fields. With a cartoon <laughs> horse face, though. Like, okay. Know them kind of like Disney horses, the ones that look a bit clumsy. Yeah. Have that, that, that face on it. Okay, cool. I was thinking more rent a ghost. Wasn't there a horse in Gobbin? Gobbin, yeah. That was cool. Not Gobbin. Dobbin. Dobbin. Gobbin. <laughs> I think rent a ghost might be a, a little bit before our, yeah. our time. Yeah. Jeez. Who are the ho- famous horses from popular culture from our childhood, John? That uh, one from Toy Story 2? Uh, yeah. My Little Pony. My Little Pony, still a, a fan. Bullseye is the Toy Story one, sorry. 
We were just discussing um, what's the best Pixar film at work today. And we're going to have that discussion again now, Stuart. Oh, <laughs> what, what a beautiful link. Toy Story 1, 2 or 3. Um, without a shadow. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> That would have been a terrible episode of Hardcore Listing, wouldn't it? (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it. Thanks, guys. (laughs) I'm not a fan of the 3D movies. Really? Yeah. That's all right. Whenever I watch them, I enjoy them. But I I don't... um, What I mean by that is I won't won't go to see them taking my niece to see them. Yeah. Other than that, I won't go, oh, shit, the next, the new Despicable Me's. I've not seen any of those. Yeah. But every time I watch them, I'm like... I don't know what I've got against 3D movies. Just having yeah. a massive argument with yourself that anyway, makes yeah. no sense. Nobody spoke for about five minutes then. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, yeah, that's Men in Black Beauty. Give us another one. Uh, what about this one, Spider-Man? But it's a spider that's been bitten by a human and wakes up with human attributes. That's from Harvey. I mean, they've just explained the entire movie, yeah. right? What, what are we adding to that? I'm what can we really add? Round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be good. What, so what, what's happened? I need, I need a little bit of detail here. Does the spider wake up thinking it's a pre-existing person in a Freaky Friday kind of situation and tries to like put a suit and tie on and go to work? Or is the spider still a spider with a spider's brain but can has opposable thumbs? So, yeah. really <laughs> what human attributes would benefit a spider? Ability to speak. Savvy. Savvy. <laughs> um, good charm. Good bi- language? Good language. Chops. language. Yeah, good business chops and language. I mean, I like a web, but a house is much better. <laughs> cars. Uh, cars. Cars are good. Um, cars in the English language are basically the only things we've got that spiders haven't. <laughs> I think it would just be repulsed by itself if it showed up like that. Eating and that. It's a pretty gross behaviour, isn't it? How spiders do it, so... I think it's got a quite a depressing would notion. Would naturally try and walk on all fours, I imagine. It's not going to just stand up and walk, is yeah, it? No, yeah. yeah. That'd be quite fun. Oh, so what size is it? It's all spider size. Oh, spider yeah. size. That's key. Yeah. <laughs> that is key. <laughs> it has a little tiny spider car. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit of fun. Yeah. yeah. And it fights spider crime. Was there honey, a honey, I shrunk the arachnids. Was there a like <laughs> this movie? Because it was just a very man long spider. I imagine it's probably man spider. Yeah. What's the, what's the what's the uh, enemy of the spider? It's the human, isn't it? Really? Trying Birds. Crush him. Birds. Yeah, they're pretty tricky. Aren't what's they? the big Birds. villain of a sp- yeah. of a man spider well, what's film? If you're a spider, what is like your kryptonite? What what animal is like gunning for you? Well, yeah, birds are pretty much your one. Vulture was in the homecoming. Yeah, you could just know what. You've seen I've a few seen loads of, of vultures in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> Vulture was that, in the most recent Spider-Man movie, right? So yeah, I think I've that seen avian. I've seen cats eat a fair few spiders. Oh yeah, that's a good point. They're yeah. fast. They go for them, don't they? Mm. Catwoman. So what? What else is a spider's kryptonite? It's probably just a plug hole, isn't it? Yeah. They die when they go down there. What happens? Well, we can explore that in this film. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah that's uh, so. The villain's lair is down the plug hole. Yeah. So that yeah. So the spider has to conquer its. Like greatest fear in order to get to the villain down the plug hole. And there you go. Like at, a Sarlacc pit style. Yeah. Oh. And at the end of the film, he manages to get out thanks to his opposable thumbs, which the other yeah. spiders don't have, <laughs> which is why they can't get out of the drain. I think Stan Lee definitely had one over us on that one. <laughs> Spider Man still is just a bit of a yeah. stronger concept. He's just had such a head start. Yeah. That's he the has, thing. That's the thing with like Stan Lee. <laughs> if Spider Man was the size of a spider. That would just change everything, wouldn't it? Yeah, we've got to elaborate. <laughs> well, I'm just I saying, I don't, hey, to, I don't want to be inside your head for this. I mean, it'd be a weird film, wouldn't it? Because 
It would be like watching Honey, I Shrunk. So is it like Toby Maguire's just tiny? Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's quite small at the best Is it time. Toby Maguire in one, two or three? Is it like Emo Maguire when he's doing that little jazz dance? Oh, that is weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's terrible. Isn't that basically Ant-Man? Yeah. Exactly, but yeah. Ant-Man can get bigger. It's probably a little oh, bit Oh, yeah, he can, yeah. He can get even bigger as well. Yeah. I saw Spoilers. an amazing t- re, uh, uh, imagining of Spider-Man. This is, and I, I hunt for it all the time. Not all the time, but quite a lot. <laughs> Back in about 2003... There was this little. There's this little Flash cartoon, and it was uh, it was back when Tobey Maguire was uh, Spider-Man, and it was uh, it said you know when uh, Peter Parker gets bitten by a spider, and it sort of builds up the tension, and he becomes really sick, and then it's just Tobey Maguire <laughs> in a hospital bed suffering from leukemia, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but the, it was the flash artwork of Toby Maguire like his skin was grey yeah. it, it was amazing and how, how many hours a week you put into finding yeah. that yeah. <laughs> well, more, more than you, you, you <laughs> I remember back in 2003 <laughs> no, I've searched my friend I've searched if you have that video please let Chris yeah, know oh god honestly uh, what about the little mermaid in Manhattan from Zach good okay so Ariel's the next step is to make it to the big city, right? She met the guy. So it made a man happy. Larry, so she's looking for a career. Is that J Lo? J Lo, yeah, yeah. Okay. Joel said that, so. Yeah, Joel's in the connoisseur. Yeah. I, uh, I've, got, I've got basically an encyclopedic knowledge of rom coms around the early 2000s, owing to the fact I just live with my mum and my sister. Oh. Um, so I was subjected to them uh, on a nightly basis, essentially. And that's my excuse, and that's why I'm sticking to it. <laughs> so we're we going Ariel, we're going Little Mermaid, we're not going Daryl Hannah Splash. I'd much <laughs> prefer that one. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise you've got to try and merge cartoons with live action. Yeah. And uh, unless you've got Roger Rabbit's budget, it's going to be a fucking yeah. nightmare. You guys ever seen Splash? No. no. Oh, okay. no. Chris, you're being very considerate to on. our budget, though. That's very yeah, kind of you. I, I like to think of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely think Daryl Hannah. What Splash happens to Splash? Splash was a, a huge film. Where, where, is it Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks, mate. Tom Hanks, yeah. Mm. And Daryl Hannah and... Um, he falls in love with a mermaid, and, uh, and mm-hmm. there's quite an iconic scene where she's in the bath, isn't it? And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she's quite foxy as well. Mm. You lent me that on VHS, but when it got to the bath scene, it just went all snowy. <laughs> like you'd watched that scene hundreds of times. <laughs> so if we go with Ariel, <laughs> then, uh... <laughs> um, all right. So oh, I understand you want a sexier mermaid in this, or do we have J Lo as a mermaid? Oh, hold on. <laughs> uh, Foxy Mermaid seems to be your she's area got, of expertise She's so. got the hips for it I was about to say, yeah yes. What's the widest fish you can think of? <laughs> she's, got, she's got the scales for it <laughs> I've got a mermaid question for everyone okay. Good, Good. Shoot. <laughs> Why do they, they make clothes for their top half? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, they're, essentially they're not clothes naked, Mostly right? sort of oyster bras Yeah, they clam make, bras. All right, yeah, they make yeah, clam yeah. bras mm-hmm. But then the bottom half is naked, right? Yeah Because it's, there's nothing hanging out is that why? Yeah, that's yeah. You're, you're only, only wear wearing clothes. that for modesty. You know that rule about clothes, don't you? You only cover things that are hanging out. <laughs> yeah, that's the number one rule with clothes. Yeah, take your eyes off my scales. <laughs> yeah, and what would you put on that bottom half? Yeah, a sock, great right. sock, <laughs> giant sock. <laughs> Not that I've seen many mermaid films, but do they use their arms? I was, I knew exactly where you were going with that. Or do I they knew just exactly where you were going with that. It's all towel. It's all towel. It's all towel and thin. Yeah. They don't just go for that kind of breast no, kind of. No, no. They should do. It'd be quicker. Yeah, it would be quicker. You're right. Difficult to sync those up, though, those those movements. 
J-Lo's a very, very good mover. She's versatile. Yeah, she, yeah, she really is. She if is, yeah. If anyone can do it, yeah. she can. You're right, though, Stu. I think, I think the mermaid community are highly inefficient in their swimming. Yeah. And I think it needs to be... I think you'd put off, uh, the sailors if they swam like that. It's not very elegant. <laughs> more aggressive, isn't it? You're not going yeah, yeah. to you know, lure anyone onto the side. With so that she's sort of basically thing. going from bath to bath in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. The occasional pond. Do people have ponds in, in Manhattan? I don't suppose they do. I I don't, why are you looking like, at me, mate? <laughs> 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 like, maybe there's r- rooftop pools in the posher place. Yeah. Posher yeah. parts. Maybe yeah. she's just loitering in them. J-Lo can. She's fucking J-Lo. She's got... Yeah. So in this film, she's J-Lo. J-Lo's become a mermaid and she doesn't want anyone to know about it. That's what this film is. Yeah. Keeping it on the down low. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. pop star Jennifer Lopez is actually a mermaid? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's the reveal of this film. That's quite a fun yeah. film. Yeah. 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 I could imagine that. That Jenny works. There's an actual... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Cameo from Michael Phelps at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah. I, um, I actually, when I was having my pot noodle before I came over... <laughs> Thought of a few movies. Oh, brilliant! Plays on Which flavour? Which flavour? Um, Bombay Bad Boy. Oh, the only, the only one. Yeah, that's the correct answer. Do you, ever, correct do, you ever, answer. do you ever have two? Or is that? No, no. I sometimes, I will, I sometimes, sometimes have two. I get ill. Oh, no. <laughs> sometimes what? Scurvy? <laughs> <laughs> Rickets? Yeah. There's no vegetables really. Despite them looking like peas, they're not. I don't even know. No, if they're they're peas. The first time uh, we recorded a drunk cast, you turned up with two pot noodles, didn't you? Ah, oh, yeah. But they were <laughs> wearing them like a mermaid's bra. <laughs> They're also king size ones, yeah. which is uh, piggish. And you're not averse to putting it in a sandwich either, I'll, are you? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, well, I won't put it in a sandwich. Uh, well, unless you could include an open top sandwich, i.e., two bits of toast, and put some pot noodle on top. Pot noodle bruschetta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try it. When you'll know when your life's at a, a real low point. <laughs> when you're pouring when a pot you... noodle onto a bit of bread. Yeah, yeah. And and, uh, and having. Purchase grated cheese. Not, don't even grate it yourself. Just sprinkle Ready, it on. Ready, grated cheese. I should also add at this point, this is the first time anyone's ever said the word bruschetta in grays. <laughs> <laughs> ever. <laughs> What's that? Toast, bruv? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's toast. It's actually toast. <laughs> um, so uh, I thought of a few uh, recent releases, and one was Maid Runner 2049. 
Oh. Um, futuristic tale of servitude. That's as far as I got. <laughs> no, that's a bit um, further than most people get. But, but really, I was thinking it's a bit boring, but again, on the production front, it could be shot on a micro budget. Yeah. So again, big win there for producers. I reckon it's still nearly three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> Cleaning run room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like that would be quite a mindfully relaxing thing to watch, you know. I've, I've, also, yeah. I've also, Stu's looking at my other movie now. The first one was a play on It. It's actually Twit, and I've written Stu Whiffen's autobiography. 90% is him just watching the movie Shame. <laughs> Such a great film. <laughs> Why do I get so much shit about loving that film? Oh, and that's also, I don't want to bring it up, but that is, you know, the Fassbender Willie film, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> Orlando Bloom. Fast any film. Any <laughs> the VHS of Slash. <laughs> oh no, she hasn't got a penis. But... Stu, you want to read out one of these movie um, titles yeah, uh, I thought of? Funkirk. <laughs> <laughs> the, the problem I have with Dunkirk, very serious. <laughs> very, really? Yeah, no light, no light and shade. Yeah. Shit, <laughs> date. <laughs> Shit date <laughs> movie. Shit <laughs> date movie. So, so what, what, go and read out what happens. Tell, tell us the premise. <laughs> read out what happens. All the guns turn into quasar guns. <laughs> <laughs> but then on the drive up here as well, I thought, what happens if all the guns turn into dildos <laughs> and instead of dropping bombs, they were just carpet bombing that liquid ecstasy over the beach? See how that all turned out. It's <laughs> a massive whole, rave. Whole different, whole different sort of party, that. Just imagine Christopher Nolan on set just turning around and going, but what if all the guns were dildos? <laughs> Let's keep it light, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Just more slapstick would have been good in Dunkirk, you know. Chris, you've had a, a breakdown. A breakdown. <laughs> Who's going to be the one to tell it? Yeah. I don't think anyone can tell it. He's no, too powerful. No. He's way too powerful. No, no, that's a, no, that's a great idea, Chris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Similar to the Michael Bay thing earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Styles approached him. Do you think they should just be normal guns? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, Mr. Hardy, at this point, just... Um, We'll, we'll just zoom in, hit the red button, and the dildos will just fly out of your plane. <laughs> um, it'll be like uh, Doctor Strangelove, and Tom Hardy <laughs> will be riding a giant dildo towards the beach in Dunkirk. <laughs> and in post, they're listening. Oh, what if we replace all the explosions of... Dunkirk, <laughs> <laughs> get it made. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm up for it. The, oh, I think, sorry... All explosions um, should be, um, the audio should be um, performed by Louis Spence. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> and the last one I came up with was just Wogan. So... <laughs> say no more, say no more, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and all you do is replace Wolverine with Terry Wogan. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's the shit. That's good. As, you know, as you say, John, I mean, I didn't really need to explain yeah. that. That was, that was bought then and there, wasn't it? And, uh, that could also be called Hogan. Yeah, yeah, that that would be good. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Well, seeing as uh, Chris has brought his two to the party, shall we bring ours? Yeah, let's do ours. Um, shall I go first? Yeah. Mine's a pretty sh- standard switcheroo, right, of an 80s classic. Mine's a London werewolf in America. <laughs> like it, yeah. This is, uh, it's actually uh, Mr. Whiffin's favourite horror movie, isn't it, mate? It is my favourite horror movie, yeah. So I'm thinking Cockney werewolf. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> in the Big Apple. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, I swear, I went and I get a biscuit. <laughs> a what? A biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking biscuit with me cup of Rosie, don't I? <laughs> no idea what you're talking about, sir. Have a nice day. <laughs> Fuck this shit. And just eats everyone. 
Who's playing the uh, Who's playing the lead role? The Cockney Werewolf. Danny Dyer. It's got, it's got to be Danny Dyer. Right all day long. One. All day long. It's like I'm just gonna put that one up. Danny Dyer, Cockney Werewolf in the Big Apple. Yeah, that's all we need, really. That's all we need. Yeah. John, what's yours? Right, I've got two superhero ones. So I'll say both of the titles and we'll see which one you guys like more. So Anchorman. Nice. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. Or the Just Ice League, which is so it's a collection of superheroes, but their powers are just all about freeze. They just all have freezing power. <laughs> an anchor man, I'm assuming, is just a guy with a, wields an anchor. Yeah, it's like Thor, but with an anchor on a chain. That's quite cool. Yeah, okay, I that. What do you prefer, Just Ice? And League? he presents the news at ten. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah, um, I'm going with Just Ice League. Yeah. yeah. So they're all just Mr. Freeze, basically, from Batman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, some could do things like their powers could be really, really limited in terms of what they freeze, like um, windshields. <laughs> <laughs> bank that, robbery. Yeah, that's... bank robbery. The getaway car's there. <laughs> no, you're not getting anywhere, mate. You've got to get a credit card out and scrape that bad boy. <laughs> cool. <laughs> One of them stands outside Tesco's, and as, as, as excited kids come out with um, the pack of ice poles that their mama bought them that aren't frozen, <laughs> just pass them to him. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Gosling, drive. He's never getting away. It's done. It's done. <laughs> so that's the thing. I think maybe I think maybe you guys are right. Is the, the the villain has managed to take down all of the big the big powerful ones, the ones who can make it like yep. sleet. The ones who can turn anything to ice, and you're left with the guy who just can ice yeah, yeah, yeah. windscreens, and somehow he has to be the hero. Somehow, the, the final sequence is some sort of car based sequence. And yeah, multi story. Yeah. <laughs> and so the big heroes and the big bad are all in a car together. So you've got who's Fro- Frozone from Incredibles, he can be in it. Yep. yep. Uh, there's the ice guy from X Men. I can't mm-hmm. think of his name. Yeah. They're, they're uh, just ice in man. the boot. They're just in the boot. <laughs> close, yeah. And yeah, to freeze. I think it'd have to be Arnold Schwarzenegger from yep. Batman Forever. Getting back as a as a hero. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he could have been. He, he kind of was just sort of like looking for a cure for his wife. I'm giving you too much. Yeah. He's um, an anti-hero or an anti-freeze hero, if you will. <laughs> oh, I love what you've done now. By the way, anyone listening should look up um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's best quotes from movies. It runs for about five minutes. Um, and he's got Summer's Doctor Freeze. Like, let's kick some ice. <laughs> <laughs> the only, the only one I remember is, I think it's, is it called The Fifth Estate? Is that one? The Fifth Estate. The Fifth something. And it's, uh, it's about cloning, and he clones himself, and then he kills both him and the clone of him, and the clone falls on top of him, and he goes, when I said, go fuck yourself, I didn't mean it literally. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember the name of that movie. Um, He also says in that movie, why don't you go clone yourself? And the guy (laughs) says, why? So you could go fuck yourself. (laughs) Fair enough. Sorry. Oh, Arnie. Just Ice League. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Is the villain some sort of fire-based villain? I assume. Get it made. I think the villain is a McDonald's apple pie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Voiced by Don Cheadle. (laughs) (laughs) Hottest thing on the planet. Making a killing, that guy. (laughs) Look, I've got an issue with McDonald's apple pies. Okay. And that is that a pie doesn't live in a cardboard sleeve. (laughs) You you cannot call that thing a pie. What that is, is a punishment. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I've had so many apple pies in my time, and I don't think I've ever actually enjoyed one. <laughs> oh, I do, but the sugar crash is so hard. It is hard, yeah. It's like, um, yeah. It's, it's... Do they still stock them? I think still you can still find, you can still find them. them. <laughs> well, I don't know. 
It's, it's like an apple toasty, isn't it? It's not like... Yeah, yeah. That's There's nothing pie about it. Yeah. nothing pie... Yeah, it isn't. It's not a pastry. No. What is that it's stuff? A deep, it's a deep fried pastry, I reckon. Because yeah. somewhere, somewhere like at some point scab. it was it's a pastry. Like a scab <laughs> it's a scab. It is a scab. It's just it is those scabs Ooh, collected yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can I have an apple scab, please? <laughs> you could get another for uh, 50p. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I wonder if you send McDonald's a letter saying that technically that's not a pie. We could get it rebranded. As an apple scab. <laughs> apple sleeve. An apple sleeve. <laughs> I'm just thinking back to Anchorman. <laughs> and I think the idea is that he... he Does it get blue? No. At any point? No. <laughs> uh, Does, is there an adult film called right? Anchorman? No. I, 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 you looked at me, John, there. <laughs> sorry, 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 let me do that again. Is there an adult film called Anchorman? But yes, there is. <laughs> Yeah, I think he should be um, delivering the news. But just as the news starts, they go, Don, good evening, welcome to the news at 10. Uh, we'll now go over to our anchor, whoever, and they go over to him. And as they do it, two of the world's strongest men plonk this massive anchor <laughs> into his arms. And it's, can he manage to get through the half-hour newsreel <laughs> holding it? And it's Hugh Edwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a quest. <laughs> that's it. We've reached the end. So normally at this point, we pick the best pitch, and it's normally normally you or I win, but I, I would give it this week to Funkirk. Yeah. Oh There's been so many, but yeah. Funkirk is Fun probably Kirk. my yeah, favourite. highlight. Yeah. Uh, so thank you very much. Thank Christian you. Stu, thank you so out, much for coming along. Plug your podcast. My phone just went off, so uh, welcome to what our podcast sounds like. Exactly, that is what our podcast sounds like. Um, we've got a weekly podcast that goes out on um, Scroobius Pips Distraction Pieces Network, available for free at Acast. And it's myself and Chris, and we do top five lists where we invite guests on, and sometimes we don't have guests, me and you just have a little chin mic, don't we? Yeah. But generally, we've um, previous guests have included... Gal Porter, um, Scroobius Pitt, Pitt lots Mike of Joyce from the Smiths. Block Party. Um, Andy Ellis, which was an amazing Mrs. Monk. England, yeah. Um, coming up, we've got recordings coming out in the next couple of weeks from um, Hugh Morgan, Frank Bruno. Gosh, John Kennedy. John Kennedy. Um, plenty, are we, we going to stop now? Have we plugged that enough? <laughs> I think we're done. We've literally taken yeah. up half of Amazing stuff. So, yeah, time. hardcore listening. Get it Enjoy. in all yeah, your thanks. podcast places. Yeah. Cheers, chaps. Oh, no. Thank, Thank you. you. It's been so much fun. Great guys, they really were, and um, I mean, you won't hear this, but we, we, I thought we'd say goodbye, pack up, and leave immediately. We stayed for ages, just chatting away with them, chewing the fat, yeah. drinking a uh, fresh beer that Stu just had had on tap. Amazing, really good. It's probably the ultimate man cave, or maybe I'd put a games console in there, and I'd you'd never leave. No, so John and I have, been, have known each other quite a long time, but it was, it was our first big adventure as a twosome, I'd say. Uh, yeah, so it's the first time we left. Uh, we left. London as a duo, but uh, little do you listen and know that Joel and I are both uh, seasoned veterans in the touring industry. Seasoned entertainers. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I used to be in a band and in that time... What were they called? Uh, no Longer Bandits. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and we... You gave, so you gave up a life of being bandits well, to form a band? Well, our previous name was, uh, ref- was Betamax Bandits, which is a reference to the Mighty Boots. It is, yeah, yeah, the Betamax Bandit. Uh, and for some reason, I got worried about copyright things, like as if either the Mighty Boosh or the inventor of Betamax was going to come after us. But yep. anyway, 
That's why no band is named after another thing. They're all <laughs> completely original names. Yes, Joel. Right. So uh, I, I've been to Boston. UK. Massachusetts? <laughs> UK. Uh, you gigged in Boston? Yeah, Home Boston, of the Red Sox? UK. Uh, England. And I'll be, fun fact, I didn't know there was an English Boston until we went But to you know that gig. most places in America are named off places yeah, in but the it's, UK. It's not called New Boston. Like, at least America has the decency of normally saying new something. Yeah, very true, very true. Have you ever been to Orleans? <laughs> it's, uh, it's just near <laughs> Ipswich. Isn't New Orleans like part of, is that a French yeah. reference? It yeah, is. it is. Yeah, yeah. It's because it's a whole French course, isn't it? Yeah. I was, it was a silly joke. Oh, sorry, Joe. Have you ever been to Mexico? <laughs> it's um, the original Mexico. Yorkshire. Yeah, the original Mexico is just near Harrogate. <laughs> and they just, but obviously they called it New Mexico. Yeah. Um, right. And uh, no one showed up. That was it. That's, it's not a fun story. No one showed up. Uh, one person showed up. She was German and she liked it. Oh, she liked nice. our band. Uh, the Bought tur- some merch. The turnout was so pathetic that we were first on and no other band played. Oh, mate. You headlined. <laughs> you headlined in Boston, mate. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Lovely stuff. Um, I've got a similar tale of woe, although I think this one might be of, of more woe. Because uh, you're in a band, so there's some sort of camaraderie there, right? Yeah. Uh, I We've definitely done loads of gigs to barely anyone and when you're in a band it's fine yeah. because uh, that's why this podcast feels so natural to you nearly almost all our gigs were to no one but then it just feels like a glorified band practice you just turn around and play to each other so it's fine don't you just give them the hits you want each other shut the up hits? and play the hits yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the bartender don't do any new stuff <laughs> we impressed a lot of bartenders Joe. Yeah, they were loving it they're basically getting paid for nothing <laughs> They thought, if no longer bandits are coming into town, I can just kick back and read a book behind that bar because I'll be doing very little work. Apart from providing your, I imagine, pathetic rider. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did like, you ever get a rider? No, I don't think we ever oh, had a rider, mate. Mate, that's the dream, isn't it? First time you get a rider. From what I've seen, my limited experience is that the initial riders are lavish and as bands sort of grow older, their riders become much more kind of normal. So anyway, tell us about your tale of woe, Jim. Um, so I, for a period of 12 to 18 months, thought it would be a good idea to be a stand-up comedian. Yeah? Um, I'd spent 19 years being a stand-up guy. Hey. I thought I'm going to move this onto the stage. Um, no, no, I gave it a go. Uh, I think it's quite a classic sort of thing to try while you're at uni, isn't it? Because there's quite a lot of gigs and um, everyone thinks that's that's kind of what they're going to do. And I was obviously massively um, into Stuart Lee because I was a pretentious student. I still yeah. am in Strictly, but I have subsequently discovered that other stand-up comedians are good. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. um, Upwards of three. Uh, well, well uh, <laughs> and um, no, no, no that, that's generally a thing, though, is that I, I honestly thought when I was a teenager that Stuart Lee was the good comedian and that all the others were rubbish. And obviously I've subsequently learned that stand-up's brilliant and there are hundreds <laughs> of amazing comedians. Anyway, I uh, so I gigged all over Kent, mate. I was one of the big names on the Kent circuit yeah. and occasionally dabbled in London, but terrifying, really. Uh and uh, I was offered the chance to gig in Doncaster. Where's that? That's a long way north. Okay. It's further north than Boston. Okay. If you can imagine such a thing. I can't. Physically can't. So anyway, it was a, a Kent-based comedian called El Baldinio. I've he's, seen him. He's brilliant. He's fucking brilliant. He's he's from Manchester. He is a, a, magic, a comedy magic act. And he's hilarious. Yes. He's excellent. Uh, he said to me, there's been an offer of a 10-minute slot at this gig in a theatre. A theatre! So it's quite exciting in Doncaster. Uh, it's unpaid, and about nine people have turned it down. <laughs> Do you want to sit in my car for six hours while we go to Doncaster? And I was like, yeah, I'll give it a go. I'm not, I've got no plans this Saturday night. Let's go up to Doncaster and, and have a go. And What's was, a six-hour car journey with El Baldinio like? 
non-stop thrill ride, mate. Oh, I can imagine. Everything's a magic trick. Everything's about just changing radio stations with a wave of the hand. <laughs> when secretly he's just doing it on his steering wheel. Like, How's he doing this? <laughs> so uh, I was riding a bit of a high at that time as well because I'd had two gigs in a row that weren't disastrous. So generally it would be like real sort of feast and famine kind of vibe. One would go okay, then one would go horribly, then one would go okay. But I think I was riding on two going okay in a row. So I really thought this, I was making it. Yeah. I thought two have gone pretty well playing in like a cafe and the top room of a pub in Kent. I want a big thing here. I, I imagine the tour, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you were like thinking, the la- if the last two gigs are anything to go, 100% record. Yeah, exactly right. I'm on for the hat trick here. I'm going to blow these theatre goers away. They're not going not to believe what their eyes. Um, so we drive up to Doncaster. We get there. It's quite a nice little theatre. People have paid like 12 quid to come, which I found quite intimidating because normally uh, the gigs we were doing were free. Yeah. Or like a quid, two quid on the door. Five sort of. max. Five, oh, five a max. Yeah, 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 big time. Anyway, so people were expecting like, I think a standard that I hadn't really achieved and never would achieve. Anyway, so the first act comes out, it's really great. And then I get to do a 10 minute slot and I go out um, and there are just 30, I would say, men no younger than 50 from Yorkshire, um, like full flat cat wearing, pint of bitter holding men. Your audience, your your prime audience. And I think, great. <laughs> I'm just going to relate to these guys on a level. You know, they're going to see me. I'm going to see them. No words need be exchanged. and We'll just understand each other. Anyway, no, I got out and there was a cold feeling in the air of this is like a southern twat. I was wearing like a tweed blazer, which was my uniform yep. for the stand up thing. Um, and uh, I went out there and, I, and I, I never really had any material. That, that wasn't my shtick. That wasn't my thing. I wasn't a great improviser. I just wasn't very good at writing jokes. So I thought I'd have things I'd talk about, and I okay. thought I could be funny enough about those things. Anyway, I went out there, and I thought, what I'll do is I'll break the ice. Um, and I was like, never really been to Yorkshire before, guys. So what I thought I'd do on the way up is I thought I'd observe some some Yorkshire traditions. And I was like, on the way up, I had I poured some gravy on my chips. You know, I said another thing about cricket. And then the third thing I said was, and I pulled over into a lay-by and murdered a prostitute. <laughs> And there was a stony silence. Like, it had been silent before, but somehow they managed to extract <laughs> some more silence out of themselves. A vacuum. Yeah, yeah. It essentially entered a vacuum of comedy. Um, and then I was like, God, you know, never has the North-South divide been more obvious than it is here in this room. Um, and then I just sort of flailed around for 10 minutes and it was horrible. Like, it was absolutely horrible. And I'd look at my watch and you, you could seconds were just like taking... <laughs> hours to pass by like, I was just staring at my watch for five seconds not saying anything just observing the second hand it's like fucking mocking me um, so it was an absolute disaster no one laughed um, in the final 30 seconds one of the audience went tell us a joke which is agony um, and I, I muddled something cobbled something together attempted a joke no one laughed and then I'd found a confetti cannon like, backstage I think it had been left over from like a, a pantomime or something I found this confetti cannon <laughs> This is so bleak. <laughs> These 30 men were just sat there in the theatre just staring at me. And I went outside the stage. They were probably feeling quite relieved for a second that I'd left. And I came back with this confetti cannon. And I just went, right, everyone, here we go. And I started doing the countdowns. Ten, nine. No one joined in. I did the whole countdown on my own. Got to zero and just went bang with this confetti cannon and cheered and walked off. First live show, The Dream Factory do. Two confetti cannons. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.